over halfway through the year and it's gone by so quick. Before you know it, it'll be 2019. Well, maybe we won't even get to 2019. Maybe the rapture will take place. Yeah. A lot of things are happening in the world. A lot of good things, yeah. as we'll find out. Let's uh, begin with the nugget this morning. Behavior is a mirror. Behavior is a mirror in which behavior is a mirror in which everyone sees your image. Behavior is a mirror in which everyone sees your image. Oh, so find out what your, your behavior is, they know what you're like. Hello. Sure rang a bell there, okay. Uh, let's open in prayer for the Word of God. And we're about done. Happy Fourth! <laughs> Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks that uh, as we look to your word, your word, Father God, will give us insight and inspiration, Father God. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for that word. In Jesus' name, amen. Within three days, we will, we will be celebrating our country's 242nd birthday. Amen. Uh, so if you'll turn with me to the book of Psalms, that's Psalms 33. In Psalms chapter 33. This is what the scripture says. Psalms chapter 33, looking at verse 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. Wow. I would say that speaks of our nation quite eloquently. And how true the statement is. That God blesses a nation whose God is Lord. How no nation has been so blessed as we have been. Amen. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, our, nation, our nation's Christian heritage is a precious gift from God. We need to thank our forefathers for this nation because of their Christian faith, their belief, their foresight in the creation of this nation. So, you know, we, you know a lot of people say that, you know, <clears throat> they were... Oh, white men, you know, looking to conquer things. But no, th these people came here to do something else. As great as this nation is, uh, there are those who desire to remove and destroy the principal foundation to which our nation was established. Uh, there has been a full onslaught to remove any vigids of American Christian heritage that's entwined in our history. You know, they're kind of removing this and that. Uh, you look at textbooks today, and uh, all you read is 
pilgrims had a Thanksgiving day and you don't really find out why they were there. Um, so children don't know, don't get an education on our history. And if you lose your history, you don't know what your future is because it just scatters, okay? Um, they claim that we are a secular government devoid of Christian influence. We evolved by and through secular liberal social justice system. Man's principles, embracing and continuing in the progressive line of thinking, reasoning, and implementation. In other words, hey, what man thinks, this is what, our, that's why they say that our, our constitution is ever-changing. It's a progress, that's not a, it's a, the constitution's not that way. It was built that way. It's like God's word, it doesn't change. Since our Constitution was based on God's Word, uh, we will see that in a moment. Um, glory to God. Um, in our uh, Revolutionary War, uh, there was a slogan, No King But Jesus. That was the slogan for in this. Or a revolutionary war. No king but King Jesus. Okay. Um, so where do we start? Or where shall we start today? Uh, we won't go back to 1776. Uh, We're going to start in 1787. 17, in 1787, our fathers, uh, the, the, our nation's fathers, came together in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to draft and incorporate a constitution for the United States of America. What they gave us and their intentions for America would be called the greatest work ever penned by uninspired men. Uh, the greatest work penned by inspired men is the Bible. Uh, so uh, Europe said that we had the greatest uh, work ever in, inspired by or uninspired by men. That's the, the, our constitution. Um, they were 55 men that came together to develop and create this document. 53 of these men were, were known pra practicing Christians. The other two they weren't too sure of, you know, but uh, our, our revisionists say that there weren't Christians. They were deists, you know, thought something, this and that. Um, so... Speaking to those that would say that we're not uh, Christians, uh, consider this. Every president that has taken office put his, placed his hand on the Bible. I think there was only three that, I don't know if Obama did or not, but uh, uh, there's only uh, two or three that did not put their hand on the Bible that were sworn in allegiance. So that means there was some type of Christian um, thing there and then then if you look at all the states individual uh, constitutions they all call on the support of God you know, so how can you know they'd say we're a non uh, Christian or atheistic uh, nation when each state had that calls upon God a sovereign God um, uh, our laws and our 
institutions must necessarily be based upon and embody the teaching. Here, oh, this is a quote, okay, um, by the Supreme Court in 1892. Our laws and our institutions must necessarily be based upon and embody the teaching of the Redeemer of mankind. It is impossible that it should be otherwise. And in this sense, and to this extent, our civilization and our institutions are emphatically Christian. And that was the Supreme Court in uh, 1892. And that was, they took uh, 10 years to, uh, to come to that conclusion. Something else. Um, We've heard uh, those that say that uh, our nation is not a Christian nation. They, they quote separation of church and state because Thomas, President Thomas Jefferson wrote to a Baptist church saying that to be, you know, whatever. But uh, if there's a separation of church and state, did you know that Thomas Jefferson went to church? Every Sunday, at the in the biggest church there was, and that church was held in, in the halls of Congress. And then there was a separation of church and state. He had the, the Marine Band play during the services. Big change, you know. Now, and then... He did something even worse. He had our government pay for missionaries to the Indians. Great separation of church and state, right? I mean, but they don't never tell you about that. Wow. Okay. Uh, the principles being referred to are, are in the Constitution or how our laws were made and inspired by the moral principles found in the Ten Commandments, and how the blessings of liberty were inspired by biblical principles of free will, individualism, uh, personal responsibility, moral conduct. Uh, the, the first principle that we can say uh, our founding fathers gave us uh, our civil law based on the Ten Commandments. This is our government. Our government of uh, our government is of law, and not of men. Law and order. In other words, what we're trying to get back to, we are a republic, not a dem democracy. Uh, republic, uh, quite different from democracy. Democracy is is ruled by a man or a mob. Republic. Is quite different. Um, here's a quote by uh, Nora, Nora. Noah Webster. The moral principles and precepts contained in Scripture ought to form the basis of all our civil constitutions and laws. All the miseries and evils which men suffer from vice, crime, Ambition, injustice, oppression, 
slavery, and war proceed from their despising or neglecting the principles or precepts contained in the Bible. Think about that. What's going on in our, our country right now? They don't, people don't believe the Bible, so they, they go off crazy. Uh, quite interesting what's going on. We're almost done. Told you. It was natural for the early um, Americans to turn to the Bible for guidance as to show as how to make civil law. Contrary to the revisionist history of the pilgrim's purpose was not to find religion. They already had religion. They came to this land to advance the Christian faith to the glory of God. Remember, they, they, if, you went, uh, if you recall, uh, they stuck a, po a pole in the ground. Uh, I can't say a Christian flag, but they, they said this is uh, for God and for, for what well, well, I just advanced uh, the Christian faith for the glory of God. Gloria, that's, that's good news. Um, the Bible absolutely enshrines into law offered by, through the Declaration of Independence, giving unalienable rights to men because they, they, they were given by God. It wasn't given by man. These rights were given by God. And uh, then you could look at the, the uh, Bill of Rights, the 10 Bill of Rights that we have there, given by God. Okay? Okay, the second principle uh, that they took is all men are created equal. So let's go to, let's, let's look, find this location. Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 10. Now they had to get things out of the Bible. Acts chapter 10. All men are created equal. Remember that in your constitution and uh, preamble and so forth. Acts chapter 10, looking at verse 34. Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. So that means everybody is equal. You know. Great news. Again, uh, the, an important aspect of our, of our system of government is that it is based on the rule of law. Again, taken from the, uh, from the Ten Commandments. So we'll look at uh, principle number three. With the concept of unenable rights from God, these uh, uh, concepts help ensure a way of life, the respect of dignity for every individual, Uh, private property, the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not steal, that talks about private property. Thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not murder. Uh, of course, that's where the abortion uh, industry, you can see where, how far we strayed some, from these things. Um, and the pursuit of liberty, Galatians chapter 5.
In Galatians chapter 5, looking at verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty which Christ has made us free, and not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Stand fast in liberty. The Constitution says we have liberty. The pursuit of happiness. Now, if we contrast the revolution of the United States in 1776 with the French Revolution, which took place in 1789, the American Revolution began with, uh, with an appeal to God, the sovereign God. The French Revolution was founded on the sovereignty of man. The French Re Revolution was a product of Voltaire. Anybody know who Voltaire was? He was a crazy atheist that led people. Uh, Voltaire's uh, philosophy, which specified uh, an attempt to replace biblical Christianity with man's reason, um, that was the French Revolution. Uh, and that revolution, that first revolution, that French Revolution of uh, 1789 only lasted two years. Then they had to get another constitution. We've had seven constitutions since we've only had one. Shows you how much they're, well, I'm not going to say that because there might be somebody with French blood. <laughs> so we have, a, we have a constitution that has endured. But like I said, they're knocking on the door to remove the constitution. They're saying it's old and inadequate. Okay. Um, Principle number four, since we're in the New Testament, let's uh, go to Romans chapter 3. They knew this. See, I, I think we all know this. Romans chapter 3, looking at verse 23, it says, that's Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So our forefathers knew that we all are sinners and become short of the glory of God. That men are sinful. So uh, let's go to Hebrews 13 now. Oh, pardon me, Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3. Looking at verse 13. But exhort one another daily. That's Hebrews 3.13. While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. So they knew that sin, that we are men, and that, uh, hey, they already looked at what happened in the old country, that when sin was uh, enshrined in men, they took advantage of people. So let's go also to uh, the book of um, Jeremiah right now. Jeremiah chapter 17. Oh, this might be earmarked in your Bible. Jeremiah 17, anybody know what I'm going at? It's verse 9. I knew you had it marked. <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know? Who can know it? Okay, so our, our forefathers... Recognized the principle, took the principle from the, from the Bible, saying that uh, men are sinful. And 
That means we need to be controlled or at least guided. I'll put it that way, all right? So let's find out where this is going to come in. Turn, me, turn with me now to the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 33. Isaiah chapter 33. Isaiah chapter 33. You need to get this one. Verse 22. Isaiah 33, 22. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Now, where did they put this in our Constitution? What do you know in our Constitution has three in it? Now look at this. Judge, lawgiver, and king. The government. The government. Judicial branch, executive branch, and the Legislature branch. That's how we get, we got our, 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 uh, our, our balance in our government. They say this is how things are going. We need to have the same type of balance. All right? This is giving a check and, ba check and balance system within our government. Um, also in this system, the people have a, voice within the system with the process of ele elections where you can appoint those things or vote people in, okay, except for uh, the uh, uh, Supreme Court. But glory to God. And this July 9th will be another Supreme Court justice coming in, or at least being nominated. And you need to pray that that Supreme Court justice will be Put into office because we need what? We need righteous judge. So, and what would what would we do? So let's go to since we're speaking on that just a moment. We need to pray pray this pray this, go to chapter one of Isaiah. Okay. Okay, first, well, I want to go to Isaiah chapter 1. Let's look at verse 18. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet as they as white as snow, they'll be red like uh, uh, crimson, uh, they shall be as wool. Okay, let us reason together. The Lord's telling us to reason together. And we need this nation to be turned around. Amen? We need constitutional judges. Amen? And uh, we don't need the one like President Obama put in. I'm going to put it right there where it's at. These the two women that he put in are, are brain, brainless. 
because they're not following the Constitution as it's written. They're making they're saying the same as the other lady. You know, she's going to. I'm getting way off now. Uh, but it has been predicted that President Trump will put three judges in. You're getting the second one coming up. The third one is going to come up even quicker. Thanks. The other lady, the, the older lady may pass from the scene. Not saying she is, but she's, she's falling asleep in everything that they're doing. But she doesn't want to step down, so... She may be stepping down another way. All right. Uh, we want to pray this verse here. Okay. Are you ready? Isaiah chapter 1, looking at verse 26. And I will restore thy judges as at the first. What were the kind of judges that we had at first in our country? Good judges. They followed the, 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 the Constitution. They believed in the Christian Judeo message. God sent us good men and women, judges. So you need to pray that. Especially for, for July 9th, that the judge that is going to be a good judge. And any others. And then change the heart of those that are corrupt, I'll put it that, 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 that want uh, uh, world rule or laws in our country. We don't need that. Uh, some of the judges, some judges now are even saying that they want Sharia law in. We need those people to be removed. Oh, you're saying, getting yourself in hot water. Okay. All right, um, that was principle four, okay, that men are sinful and that he's going to change things. We need, we need um, our, fo our founding fathers knew that power corrupts, thus government, government must be under control. That's where we get the three branches. Um, okay, we're going to go to principle number five. Principle number five. And this time... I may have to look to the old, uh, into the, you find the book of Amos. Amos chapter 8. Amos chapter 8. Some of the principles that were taken out of the, of the Bible uh, implemented into our system. Amos chapter 8. Let me see. We're going to read this from the Amplify. That's Amos chapter 8, looking at verse 5. Saying, When will the new moon festival be passed? that we may sell grain. And the Sabbath, that we may offer wheat for sale, making the ephod, the measure, small, and the shekel measure great, and satisfying, falsifying the scales by deceit. 
Talking about money. Did you know our, our, our founding fathers even spoke about money? From 1776, from, from the time that we had the uh, Revolutionary War to 1787, when they're writing the, the, uh, the Constitution, they, had, they created paper money. But the paper money was worthless because it kept on going up and down on value. And uh, President George Washington knew that, hey, this is wrong, because he saw that his soldiers, you know, they get the money, then they couldn't, it was, you know, let's say they got $50, quote, on money. They go, go to the store, and they can only get $2 worth of stuff. So the paper money wasn't any good. Wow. So printed money, printed money, was entirely useless. And that's where they said uh, uh, it's not worth a continental. Ever heard of that word? I mean, it, it's talking about the, the paper money during that time, the continental. Paper money. It's, wor it's not worth a continental. It's not worth, it's not worth a thing. So uh, inflation devalued everything. Continental money had no uh, value to anyone. Government at that time was not empowered to print money. All this money that they're printing today, we're not supposed to be printing money. It was to be coined. <laughs> but, you know, I'd like to have your pockets full of money. I mean, you know, <laughs> coins, you know, you... $10, well, you, that's why they had $50 pieces and $5 pieces. You said you're taking, you know, one $1 silver coins. You got, you know, what I'm talking about. It got heavy. So they decided, the Supreme Court decided, we'll change it anyway so we can have money papered, uh, printed again. And that's where we're at. And you know our money goes like this. But if it's uh, on, the, on the gold standard or silver standard, um, hey, it's good. Now, I forgot to bring it. Uh, some, of you, some of you, if you if you ever look at your dollar bill, sometimes it says it's silver certificate for X amount. X amount. But it says that you could change that over to silver right automatically. Because it's better than paper. Because, you know, the, the value is there. The paper, you know, it just burns up. Not any good. So at that time, I thought that was kind of neat that that, that they were we were only supposed to have coin. Of course, it got changed. Okay. So we are experiencing the effects of that paper money now. Oh, glory to God! Benjamin Franklin said, "I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proof." I see this truth, that God governs the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that the empire cannot rise without his aid? In other words, here is a founding father saying, hey, God, and 
is in control. John Adams said, I don't know if it's one of those papers, uh, pictures back there or not. John Adams said, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any others. So the more that uh, people stray away from God, this form of government we have is not going to last because people are going to want to change it. Change it because they feel better this way. Uh, just like the rule of law and order. They want to get rid of ICE. Hey, that is per those people are working at a job to keep our country free or being inundated with a bunch of people that are crooks. I mean, which mother that you would know of would go down, we'll say, uh, you go down to the uh, border of Nevada, leave your kid there and walk away. Well, that's what, quote, what they're doing with these kids, sending the kids up here so they can drag other people up here. It's wrong. Well, I'm going to get on that bandstand. Okay. Today's big government uh, socialism is not consistent with the Bible. Socialism hurts more than intends to help hit it and we are complete good fourth coming up no oh constitutional principles if you're looking for a name constitutional principles the principles of the constitution father we praise you just give you thanks that uh, your word is working father god thank you lord that uh, We recognize, Father God, the, our forefathers, Father God. We're open, Father God, to, to the principles of your word to establish our government, Father God, putting those principles that we may have liberty in the pursuit of happiness because of your word is within our Constitution. Thank you, Lord, for this month, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that as we celebrate our country's birthday, its independence, Father God, may we, Father God, as Christians across this nation, Father God, take the lead, Father God, in bringing, Father God, truth law and order back into our country. In Jesus' name, amen.